Yo, okay, yes, 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 yes. Let's start this episode. Yeah, so apologies if you can hear any noise. One of my sister's friends here. It's so funny, like, my sister was like, my friends are afraid of you. And I was like, <laughs> I don't care because I don't really want people to talk to me. It's quite ironic because I feel like I've become more antisocial in recent times. And I don't really like to talk that much to people. Which is funny because I'm in a doing a podcast. Like when people meet me, you're like, "Oh, you don't talk about yourself too much," and it's like, "Yeah, that's because I'm constantly typing and writing and talking and shit." But that's a story for another day. Welcome to the best <laughs> podcast ever created in the universe, in the solar system, in the cosmos. Nothing to the grave. My name is Jesse June, and today is about how i made 40 grand by the time i was 17 and a half <laughs> 18 and in this episode we're going to cover a few things because this is not like to toot my own horn if you know me you're probably familiar with that people who grew up with me in school and grew up around me were probably aware of like the events i did and the different endeavors I did. I was quite entrepreneurial when I was a kid. So if you were close to me, you were probably aware that I made some money and I was dipping my fingers in a few experiences that were quite successful from a young age. And this episode, I want to cover a few things that I can look back at now with hindsight and see why I did succeed. Like beginner's luck, which is something that Paul Coelho talks about in The Alchemist. And Woody Allen talking about actually trying is... A big aspect of success but this is just going to be a story episode because now I can look back like I said 10 years which is insane 10 years from when I had my initial success with my first endeavor with the awareness I have now and I can kind of apply that to the things I did then because as a 15 year old I was pure freestyling Ben and I who I did events with we were freestyling we didn't know what we were what we were doing um, so it's a cool mental exercise that we're able to look at that now for the people who knew me <laughs> or who know me it's cool because they were there at the time and for the people who don't I guess it's a cool insight into what I actually experienced as a kid I don't tell enough stories on nothing to the grave which is ironic because stories are what make me me and stories are what has given me the juice to actually come here and feel like I have something of value to say so let's get into it so when I was in school at around 15 and it was getting to that point where school was getting a bit more serious 15 16 17 it was at a point where my friend Ben and I we were like okay this is not clicking for us we didn't like school we felt very much insecure well I felt insecure in school I wasn't as academically astute as a lot of the people around me I couldn't engage I felt no motivation so Ben and I we literally would not go to class a lot of the times and just brainstorm ideas look for opportunities look for entrepreneurial uh, opportunities to make some money or to even just experiment and try we were influenced a lot by people who would see like Gary Vee at that time and just it was intrinsic in us. I feel like we were not academic people. I'm not an academic person. And it's it's cool in school because 
I actually came back in fourth year or I came back yeah who's it if you're, you're probably Irish listening to this so I came back in fourth year middle of fourth year and by that time everyone had chosen their modules so entrepreneurship was one or accounting I can't even remember the other ones but entrepreneurship was the module I chose in fourth year and it was halfway through the year a lot of people had already chosen their enterprise that they were going to pursue because you had to come up with something and I was kind of trusted into it, didn't really know what to do. So I came up with a few ideas, tie-dye t-shirts. I came up with selling chicken wings, which was actually an incredible idea because I was in a private school. So we got hot lunch, we got food. But a lot of people, when I'm looking back at it, incredibly pretentious and picky people, didn't like your food. So I knew my mom made great chicken wings. So I decided to sell chicken wings during lunch, two euro, I think three euros adjusted for inflation probably like five euros at this point for like three chicken wings and they sold out they were a smash the tie-dye t-shirts i made weren't that great but because i'm able to sell things they did end up selling and that was definitely the birth of my entrepreneurial exploration and as we progressed towards the end of school and leaving sir i became less less interested in school it was quite funny how it happened a lot of people became more serious as school progressed whereas I became (laughs) less serious in terms of the academic element of school and we just kept brainstorming and Ben and I I think came up with this idea to do events to throw an event and it was at a time when Facebook was still thriving We were young, so friend groups were big, and I was quite charismatic, so I had a lot of friend groups. And I'd moved around a lot, so I had friends in different places all over Dublin. And the first thing I'm going to say now that is practical is that if you want to succeed in life, you have to use what comes to you. You have to use your natural gifts, one. You have to use the resources that are available to you. Every single person in this world has an unfair advantage every single person and I was charismatic I was popular finger quotations like I was well known my face is around I had moved around so that gave me the social capital and also the ability to kind of pull in that social capital to unite those resources to see okay we could actually throw a party but what we also recognize is that there was a gap there was a gap in the market people our age from that 15 year old age there wasn't anything for them on the rich parties. So we decided to throw a party because me and Ben also had good music taste. We knew people liked house music, but we also knew people like hip hop music. And again, that didn't exist. And we knew the demand was there for that. So it was Ben's brother's birthday and we utilized this opportunity to throw a party. It was kind of like a birthday party for him, but we charged and it was a success. I think that that time we made like, three grand maybe the first time around didn't sell out but we (laughs) it was definitely enough to show us that okay this is something viable and i don't know how much (laughs) in how much in depth we want to go here but we did this a few times and we just looking back at it now I kind of have, res- <laughs> um, this is like a side tangent. I kind of have resentment for a few people in the world because like we were like 15, 16 selling out events, you know, like making 
6,000, 7,000 euros in a night. And like, yes, I guess people saw and it was undeniable that it was a success, but like no one came and was like, okay, let me mentor these kids. I guess it happened in small blips, but the point of that side tangent is that you really have to try your best to surround yourself with people who can see your potential because you can be great. And if you're around the wrong people, you can actually never see that greatness. If I saw a 15 year old child or a 15 year old teenager, 16 year old doing what I was doing when I was that age, I would grab that person and mentor them and, and try and nurture them and try and make sure that this person actually uses your talents instead of trying to force them into the school mentality or into the factory line of trying to become something they aren't because that was something that I definitely experienced as I was growing up that made me drop out of school many times and made me doubt myself luckily now I've come to realize I am who I am but it's a bit sad that no one told me this when I was 15 year old 15 years old making tens let me not say like it was tens of thousands but I probably by the time I was 18 I had made 14 grand immigrant no one taught me this shit you know what I mean we had success very early on and this is the second point the first point was be wise to utilize what is around you the resources around you the traits you have like i'm not good at many things but i'm a curious person i'm confident that's why i have a brand that's a podcast and youtube i'm using my strengths if i decided to be a computer programmer that's literally the opposite of all my strengths i'm not meticulous i'm not patient i'm not technical so that was applied to JB events and the event endeavor we embarked on. The second point is the law of favorability. And this is called beginner's look, which is the title of this podcast. When you start things a lot of time in life, people who try things seem to get lucky. And that's because the world, this is quite a visceral topic and quite a mystical topic. But I can say from my experience, every time I try things, and you actually overcome the obstacle of putting yourself out there and taking that first step, the world pushes you. The universe compels itself to give you a helping hand. And that was what happened with JB events. We tried something, we use our gumption, we use our resourcefulness, we use our bravery to come up with JB events and lo and behold, it was a success. If we never tried that, we would have failed. So I guess the point of that is, if you have something on your mind that you want to do and you're uncertain whether to pursue or not try it woody allen says 80 percent of success is showing up it's funny because i was looking back at my diary for last year which is something i never do but i'm in a weird mental space lately but i was looking at where i was this time last year and this day last year was when i was putting out a song and it was the first time i actually sent my song to labels and magazines and blogs and within three emails which is unlikely because i used to manage but within three emails i had gotten an opportunity to perform and the first paid experience i've had for my music just because i sent out my music which is something that was hard for me to do again that's called beginner's look and that's just the world saying okay you have shown bravery here you have shown courage let me show you that you are rewarded when you show these things. You always have to try. 80% of success is showing up. And looking back now, because I know a lot of people are going to click onto this to hear about money. And now making 40K at 18, because of the internet, I don't even know if that's a fleck anymore because you have kids that 
are 15, 16, making so much money off Bitcoin and making money off different things. But I can say from, from my perspective, this is real life. I'm not making this up. This is the money that we made when I was a child. Not all of it was profit. It's not like I had 40,000 euros sitting in my account at one time. No, we made six grand here, six grand here. And some of it was also JB Vents. But another part of that money, I probably made 20 grand from the Active Cloud, which was my clothing brand. Probably more, to be honest, but I want to be conservative. And now the Active Cloud, which is the clothing brand I had, was an endeavor me and Ben embarked on as a duo. But eventually, I think we just grew apart in terms of our visions for that um, brand. But I continued it. And again, started this brand with nothing but desire. And it taught me so many things looking back at it now. One, it taught me that I don't like the clothing industry. But in terms of what it taught me that can be helpful for the world is that the possibilities that you can bring yourself and the possibilities in this world, if you have desire and you have creativity and you have an open-mindedness are endless i was 17 and i was selling clothes to people in iceland australia america north korea there were people in north korea or one of the koreas i think north korea those are the good guys <laughs> literally spending like 500 euro on my website a kid that doesn't know how to i'm not a, i'm not a clothing person i don't know how to design this literally came from the imagination from the imagination, I was able to touch people in Australia. I was able to touch people in Iceland. I was able to touch people everywhere. People that didn't know me. Wow, I reflecting on this, it, it just shows me like, I feel like life, when you look back at life, it's beautiful the way things add up. And I definitely need to talk about these stories more because they are such a big part of what has given me flavor. But, the active cloud taught me so many things and it taught me the possibilities on a practical level. It actually just taught me the, the power of the internet because I was able to sell clothes literally anywhere in the world. Like I've never been to Australia. I've never been to Iceland. I've never been to North Korea, but people there were touching things I had touched and I had created and I had made through the imagination. So all the imagination is where all things are created. Again, that comes from trying, putting yourself out there, the law of favorability. That is pretty much the focal point for this episode. You have to put yourself out there. You have to try. You have to try. It's funny, like I haven't made any, I haven't gotten any huge numbers or nothing to the grave. But the thing that I has gotten the most numbers is a short that I put out. And it's funny because I made that short when I was quite sleeping, I was tired and it was one take and you could probably hear it in my voice and I stumbled and I laughed and I didn't want to put it out. And I just said, you know what? Let me just put this out and end up being the most viewed thing I've made so far. You always have to put yourself out there trying and trying is like Woody Allen says, 80% of the battle. Cause just imagine if I never tried JB events, I would have never known anything I know now if I'd never tried the active cloud I would have never known and this is what nothing to the grave is this is the fundamental aspect of nothing to the grave you have to try so you take nothing to the grave you do not take a regret to the grave you have to look at yourself evaluate yourself evaluate your strengths one thing I had done for years and years since I was 18 
that I never really capitalized on or never really knew how to the opportunity wasn't there for me yet, and the world probably wasn't ready for me and I wasn't ready to embark on this mission yet but one thing I did do was write down one of my strengths one of my weaknesses look for the opportunities not just in the external world but internally what can you offer the world that's why I guess I stopped JB events and that's why I stopped the active cloud like now I'm not so much motivated by money I'm motivated by purpose and again those are the things I've learned like the active cloud taught me that I don't like the fashion industry because it's vain and superficial so not only will these not only does trying teach you the things to do it also shows you the things that are not meant for you <laughs> I obviously get doubt all the time and that's something that I'm going to continuously talk about in nothing to the grave because I never want to seem like I'm all confident or all knowing I get doubt constantly like I'm constantly doubtful granted I'm also constantly like I'm the best person ever <laughs> but I do feel doubt all the time but it's feeling that when continuing and know knowing that okay this is the purpose this is the journey so look for connections utilize beginners look try beginners look only happens to people that begin you know there's a great quote that says, a mind stretched by new experiences can never go back to its former shape. And that's my mind now. Like I can never not be aware of the power of the internet. One of the most honestly euphoric feelings that the Active Cloud brought me was making money while I slept. Like, like not many people can say that I don't feel because many people trade your time for money. But the Active Cloud taught me this when I was 17 years old, 18 years old. Okay, 18 years old, sorry, because I was still in school when I was 17. 18 years old, I would wake up and see money, money from people buying things when I was young. Sorry, people buying things when I would sleep in different countries. So my mind is stretched now. I see the possibilities and that's what the Active Cloud taught me. And... This is quite a loose story because I just wanted to, I want to incorporate more stories. So the structure is a bit loose, but again, this is one of the many experiences that I've had that have made me who I am today. Probably should have spoke about this earlier, but this is literally the 17th episode. So I guess we are still quite early. That's all I have to say. <laughs> yes. Thank you. So the takeaways are you have to begin to actually enjoy beginner's look. And beginner's look is something that happens called the law of favorability. I love that concept by Paul Coelho and The Alchemist, a book that I highly recommend. It's one of my favorite books. And secondly, 80% of success is showing up. Show up show up try fail more fail more often i haven't been failing more often with the i haven't been failing enough with nothing to the grave i've been getting complacent in the structure i've been getting complacent in the format and the way i post that's why recently i just threw up a different thumbnail style i'm gonna throw up different things i want to do more things because you have to be comfortable with showing up and trying and failing but i'm gonna end that here Thank you for listening to the best podcast ever and tune in next week when we come through with a more delicious topic. Appreciate you.